Grace and peace to you from God our Father, from his Son, the newborn Christ child, and the Holy Spirit who caused to be written for our learning all of the scriptures which we share this night, particularly from Luke 2, chapter 11, verse 11. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. I would start this evening with a question. Is it, is it our holiday, this Christmas thing? Or perhaps God's holy day? Is it our holding on to or our being held? Did you ever notice that God sometimes seems to be working, you know, in reverse? The whole Christmas story, I believe, is a perfect illustration of that point. We put things in palaces. God put the king of kings, where? In a stable. We surround kings with attendants to wait we wait on every need. God surrounded the king of kings with farm animals. We dress kings in royal purple and precious clothes. God dressed the king of kings in swaddling clothes. We announce kings with pomp and circumstance. God announced the king of kings to and through a few, well, field hands, shepherds watching their flock at night. It oftentimes is God's way. He reached into an out-of-the-way place called, could you name it? Ur. Yeah. A far out of the way place spelled U R. Ur. There he raised up a man called Abram, who would be the father of his people. With that ordinary man in an ordinary place, God made his covenant, a covenant by which he promised to bless the entire world. Out of an insignificant remnant of Abraham's nation, torn apart by civil war, stamped upon by marching armies of great nations, disgraced by defeat, captivity on foreign soil, out of this shabby excuse for a people, God elected to bring forth his chosen, his chosen Messiah. It was to an unknown virgin teenager and her equally unknown carpenter fiancé to whom God elected to promise the parenthood of the Christ child. That's God's style. 
when we want to hold on to the moments that are Christmas, God reverses again. If we want to hold on, we must allow ourselves to be held. If we want to clutch precious times, we must be ready to allow God to grasp and to hold us. If we want to capture the magic moments, we must be free to first let God capture us. God's style is so often misunderstood. Religions of human origin are all seeking religions. Seeking being the emphasis. That is, those who want to be believers must first seek and find their God. Seeking and finding are not foreign to the disciples of Jesus. We know that. But we only do so after God has first found us. God sent his son, born of a woman. The foundation stone of the Christian faith is this simple but majestic fact. God found and secured us in Christ. You know the passage. God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. He sought us, not the other way around. The accent is on God's action, his action toward us. Of course, that does kind of grate against our, our grain, you, you have to admit. I certainly would. We want to we do the holding, right? We want to use our own hands, after all. That's a sign of our bigness, a sign of our growing up, a sign of our maturity, a sign of our independence, a clear sign that we can stand on our own two feet and not have to rely upon anyone else. Now, that's our style. You know where its roots are? In the Garden of Eden. Yes, it's part of our human makeup. Part of our Western Americanized culture. Our success is determined for us by how well we do. By what we make of ourselves. That's what we've been taught. That's how we grow up. By what we produce for ourselves. By ourselves. You know, I did it my way. I think that's how the song goes. It well represents our style. I did it, and I did it my way. When we live in that attitude, we're often going to find ourselves in difficulty. So often people miss the point of the Christian faith because they start at the wrong end. People are tempted to start with the product instead of with the manufacturer. To start with I, with me, instead of with 
God, the one who calls it all into being. We hear Christians asking, wondering, uh, doubting, am I saved? Has that ever entered into your mind? Be honest now. Will I be saved? As if it all somehow depends on me. (laughs) It doesn't work that way. Depending on me is not at the centerpiece of my salvation. Our personal record. If that's the reason, we have no reason to say that I've been saved. Will God be pleased with us? That would be a more accurate question. And you know the answer. Let's get it straight. That was the title of this message for a reason. Our record smells. It stinks. We will not measure up, and God is not pleased. In fact, God is displeased to the point of judging me eternally for my sin, for my disobedience. God is displeased to the point of judging me eternally for my pride, for my selfishness. Someone has cleverly pointed out that the middle letter of the word sin is I. And the I in my life is in fact the culprit for that three-letter word. Before the Christmas message can begin to make any sense or have value, you and I must adopt and make the words of John the Baptist our very own. That is, he must increase and I must decrease. We must respond. We must respond to the Advent call to repentance. Lay aside with disgust. Scripture says, the sin that so easily besets us. We must repent and turn from our me-firstness in the tiny babe in the manger. God is giving us his clear sign of how far he is willing to go to get his message across and to deliver his intent towards us. When God decided to save us, he didn't stand on a deck and shout instructions on how we should swim, nor did he throw us a lifesaver. No, he himself jumped right in to rescue us, to rescue you and me. He invaded his own world in human form to lock horns with all our enemies and to fight the battle literally to the death. Finally, in fact, dying our death. Dying our death for us. The path ultimately leads Jesus from the crib to the cross 
where God in Jesus endured evil's worst blow in order to give us his best, the gift of life in Christ today, here and now, and tomorrow in eternity. The Christmas moment is for us a most precious moment because because in Jesus' coming, our great God, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, came into the world, intersected with our lives, yours and mine, touched us with his powerful love, forgave us, and, please see it, took hold of us. He took hold of us when we were not even able to consider taking Thank you. 